yes, 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 Not really. For the last time in 2020. Thank God. We're live. Y'all are on. And this is Balls. This is Y'all are on. He didn't say that we are live, though. For real? Oh, we running that bitch back then. Nah, man, no. No, 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 We're no, live. no. We recording, bro. If you fuck up the intro, you fuck up the intro, big fella. All right, cool. The sports podcast. Hey! Welcome to Ball Sports Podcast. It's a podcast with balls about balls. And we are your hosts. I'm Buddha. Yeah, we won't penalize for, for last week because none of us were here last week. His nails like a big facts and full of facts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lost a little steam there at the end uh, there, sir. Need you to put some more uh, notes on that on that C note. Wait, how do you put more notes on a note? It's not a C either. It's it's more it's more like an A. Add more A to that. Can't Episode add more A to an A. How y'all boys doing? How y'all feeling? We took a week off. Y'all rested, refreshed. How was y'all holiday? Full. Full. It was cool. I've been shitting mac and cheese for about three days now. Ew. That's crazy. Had that big ass burger yesterday. What? I almost died. <laughs> Me and Dylan shared this burger that was this big this big burger with like a million different toppings and like instead of buns it was between two grilled cheese sandwiches. But I don't forgot the name Why? Of but if y'all have never been to Tucker Dukes, you need to go over there and I forgot the name of the shit. It's two names. It's like Sandy and Plankton, whatever the fuck the name of the <laughs> sandwich is. A big ass burger with stuff between two Grilled cheese sandwiches with all kinds of extra ass shit in the middle. Shit weighs yeah, about that bill was a lot. shit weighs about five pounds. Yeah. Yeah. It was legit about a five pound burger. It sounds like a clogged artery. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, that's why I only ate half of that bit. Well, I didn't even finish my half to be honest with you. That was, that was just a lot. I went ham, but we all died afterwards. We all folded, <laughs> dude. Nap time. Big nap time. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So uh, before we get into uh, talking football, I don't have anything wrestling to talk about. I do just want to uh, quickly say uh, rest in peace, John Huber, uh, also known as Luke Harper or Brody Lee, um, passed away this weekend, the age of forty-one, uh, from what his wife described as a non-COVID-related lung issue. Um, so I don't know if it was pneumonia or something like that, but uh, super sad. You know, we see a lot of times, you know, these superstar, these wrestlers, what that'll die, these older guys, and you know, it's impactful just because of the memories. But when it's somebody who's so recent, 
you know, this kind of brings me back to when, like, Benoit. Eddie Guerrero or Chris Benoit, like, these guys, and, and you see their current peers, like, mourning, like, that's kind of what it was on social Ooh, media this Benoit weekend. Died, um, one of them died, and dude was crying mid-match. I think Big Show or somebody came into the match. Tears yeah, all in his I'd life. imagine. While he's walking yeah, into like it. it's. I imagine probably tonight on Raw we'll see some superstars with some red eyes like that. That'll that wouldn't shock me in, in the slightest. So it's sad, you know. Um, although he was like a super like dark character on <laughs> on both AEW and uh, WWE. I guess he was you know a jokester, sweet guy backstage and stuff. So you know prayers for his family and all that stuff. Uh, so I just wanted to make a mention of that. Um, but that being said, we can we can jump right over to the NFL. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know where we're currently standing. You know, as we're speaking, Monday Night Football is currently happening between the Bills and the Patriots. So uh, things that I'm about to say May can possibly change. Yeah, current is subject to change. Uh, so our current standings at the playoffs were to start today. Uh, in the AFC, the Chiefs have clinched the not only the division, but the first round bye. Um, and what makes me happy is everything else I'm about to say, all these other teams, it looks like they have something to play for next week. So we're going to get a stacked uh, <laughs> uh, 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 set of games right, that play. have a lot on the line. Yeah, with the exception of the Chiefs, pretty much everybody else has to play. Um uh, as of right now, the number two seed would be the Steelers, who clinched their division. Uh, the three seed is the Bills, who have clinched their division. However, if they win tonight, uh, that puts them at a tie with the Steelers. They would both be 12-3. and three. Um, And I don't know who would have the tiebreaker in this situation. I'm thinking maybe the Bills. Didn't the Bills, play the, the Bills didn't play the Steelers this year already? No, Bills didn't play the Steelers, but they do have a better... I think they would have a better... They have the same conference record, but the Bills have a better division record. So I don't know like what order those things go by when it comes to determining who's the higher seed. Um, so the Bills could potentially get the two, the two seed. Um, and then it's a clusterfuck with four through seven. Uh, four being the Titans, but they have the same record as the current eight seed, the Colts, um, at 10 and five. So week 17 could determine who wins that division. And potentially makes the playoffs because all the other teams have ten and five records as well. Uh, the five seed is the Dolphins, the six seed is the Ravens, and the seven seed is the Browns. So we're looking at a situation where Dolphins, Ravens, Browns, and whoever loses the division between Titans and Colts, those three spots are up in the air, and it's it's going to come down to how all those teams perform next week. Uh, sadly, none of them play each other, which would have been dope, but uh, their games are going to be important nonetheless. And over on the NFC side, uh, currently in the number one seed is the Packers. Uh, they've clinched their division. Uh, the number two seed is the Saints, who have clinched their division. The Seahawks are the three seed. They have also clinched their division. Um, the Seahawks are the only team that could take the one seed over the Packers if the Packers were to lose next week. Um, because the Saints lost in their game to the Packers. So the Seahawks would be able to get that first round by 
with a win next week and a Packer loss. Um, currently, the four seed is the Washington football team. Uh, the five seed is the Bucks, who have clinched the, the playoffs. Six seed is the Rams, and the seven seed is the Bears. Um, right on their heels in the eighth seed spot, or, or the eighth spot is the Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals and Bears are both eight and seven, so both need to try to win next week. Um, and then the ninth position and the thirteenth position are the Cowboys and the Giants, who their only path of winning. Um, is their division. They're not going to make a wild card spot. Uh, so it really comes down to if Washington loses next week, the winner of the Cowboys and Giants game will win the division. Right. So pretty much every game next week, there's some important aspect to it. Everybody has to win. Yeah. So it's going to be it's going to be a fun week of football. And there's only one primetime game next week because it's the last week Sunday night football so everything's on Sunday so it's going to be a full Sunday slate wonderful yeah looking forward to it uh, but that being said we'll go through this recap right quick the Dolphins can actually keep um, the Steelers out of the, I mean the, the Ravens out of the playoffs who would have thought yes it's nuts man it's nuts what's happening right now uh, okay so to start things off on Christmas Day the Saints Beat the Vikings 52-33 to um, on the back of Alvin Kamara, who had six touchdowns, uh, setting a new NFL record. Uh, so, shout out to Alvin Kamara. Had an amazing game. Sorry to any team who uh, played them in fantasy. Right. Um, Lost. Me. Me. I did. How much did he have in For fantasy? For real? How much points yes. Alvin, Golly. I mean, Willie's team is called Kamara Virus. Oh, wow. Oh, that's right. You are playing Willie's team. 54.5 points. 54.5. Sheesh. And I'm only down 10. Oh, wow. Do you have somebody playing right now? This team must have did terrible. No. Okay. This team must have did not that good. And I would have been up five. I would have been up five if I would have played T. Higgins instead of Corey Davis, who gave me nothing. For the record... Just on a completely just a completely different tangent, this has been one of like my favorite fantasy football seasons because I definitely started that season one and six and was in dead last place and ended up seven and six. Let me follow that by saying this has been one of my place. least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting. Tell to us not, why, I'm bro. Fighting to not be last right now in the in the in the, in the entire league. Are you playing Ruben? No. Oh. Somebody's actually worse than Ruben. Eh. So, yeah, I'm fighting to not be last. Actually, I won. I'm not last. I won my matchup. Good and shit. I'm officially in ninth place. Well, I need Stefan Diggs to give me a cool 20 uh, points today so that I can win this championship. He good for it, That's wrong. but you know, shit's been crazy mm-hmm. this week. But everybody else has let me down this weekend, so it'd be, it'd be like that. But anyways, uh, moving to Saturday, the Bucks beat the Lions forty-seven to seven. Tom Brady pulled at halftime. It's not often you see that, right? Uh, but he was go, you know, go they were crazy. up at the half. They lucky they pulled up at halftime. Um, he would have went for that. This what this. So I will I will say this: being a Tom Brady fan. Being uh, Bucks in my top five favorite teams of the year 
guy. Um, I don't think anybody should be shocked with that performance. On well, the Lions. They were up 34 nothing at halftime. So yeah. I just had, like, that's nuts. Yeah, I mean, Lions, Lions are reeling. They're trash. Uh, you know, their coach can't really get them <laughs> to get the energy together. I thought if there was anybody who was going to have damn near 400 yards and four touchdowns, that they have to be Tom Brady. I mean, somebody tell me a defensive back that's on the Lions. Go. You said a who? A defensive back playing for the Lions. Go. Jeff Okuda. And he's hurt. Yeah, I know. Um, right. <laughs> Slay's gone. Diggs is gone. Exactly. Uh, exactly. They were destined for failure from jump. All yeah, their guys, much. all their guys left the same year. They're really, they're they're really damaged. And the only reason why I'm saying this is because, again, Brady is the goat. I will give him that. I don't want people to think that I'm shitting on Brady. I'm still concerned for the Buccaneers going into playoffs. So next week will let me know how comfortable I feel with the Buccaneers. But I would not use this game as a barometer for how successful the Buccaneers are going to be in postseason. And that yeah, just well, shows you. That just shows reason. you. Yeah, it just shows you that Brady is where he needs to be right now. I'm going to. That's what it shows me. Brady and the offense is where they need to be. I'm going to follow that up with, sir, that I do think this is a good sign for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm not going to sit there. I'm not going to say that the Buccaneers are going to win the championship, but I do feel like this puts them at a way better place. Um, I'm not 100. percent What was they? Well, how much? What was they? What was? How much did they win by last week? Who did they play last week? Uh, hold on, I can tell you right now. So last week they played the uh, Falcons, and that was a close game, 31-27. Okay. Well, so, the Falcons, the Falcons so, are decent. Though. So their last, the Falcons are decent. If we look, if you, the reason I think it's a good sign for them, if we look at their last five games, six games, they beat. After they lost, after they got shellacked by the Saints, they put a whooping on the Panthers and put up 46 points on offense. They played a very good Rams defense and lost by three. Cool. Competitive. You lose to the Chiefs by three. Cool. Then you follow it up with three straight wins. Buccaneers 26-14. You put up 31 on the Falcons, 30-47 to 7 on the Lions. And now you're finishing up with the Falcons. So you have a chance to win four straight going into the playoffs. And I feel like that's a great thing for Tom Brady because it's one that's showing that that offense is definitely getting that chemistry that we've been waiting for to see or what people have been anticipating they were going to see the entire year. Like what they did last yesterday was what people thought you would see out of them for most of the year, and it didn't happen like that. Now, obviously, like, I feel like the reason they – I'm not so, so sold on them yet for, like, a Super Bowl. It's because, once again, that defense is kind of trash, and they also have terrible defensive backs. Um, but I do feel like if there was ever a time to, you know, bet towards them would be now just because of the person that's at quarterback and his ability when he gets into these playoffs to win you these games um, and get you to the big game. You know, I feel like – he has a team that he, if he needs to be in a shootout, he could be in a shootout. And he's a, and he found chemistry with them at a perfect time. Gronk now looks like Gronk again. You know, hey, he's had and, he's had seven touchdowns and, within since within like the last five six weeks or so. He started off the year slow. And Dylan, you, you you know what you know what helps for them too. What if if things stay as is, 
they're going to be getting the winner of the NFC East in their first game in the playoffs. Which as good as that sounds for them, that still be a tough game. I don't. I don't know if I. I don't know if I like that. I don't know NFC, if I like that either. The NFC though. is as trash as they are. Like Nels about to say, is yeah. It's, it's a they. They <laughs> depending on. Don't let it be the Giants. <laughs> they're fucking rad. But well, no. I mean, even I even, even still, don't let it be the Giants or, or the, the Redskins or like, the Eagles. No, nope. well, Eagles out. Yeah, like Washington, don't let it. The Washington yeah. football team. The Washington yeah, even yeah, Washington football. pretty good. I, I what did I just want, say? I, I just said the Redskins. The, you said the I Redskins. Want, yeah, I yeah my want, bad. Washington football team. My want, fault. My apologies, y'all. I wouldn't y'all. want Chase Young chasing Tom Brady all day. Because that boy is showing you. I just he will, he my will, whole. Go ahead. I'm, I apologize. My whole thing is is like and and again, like I said, I'm not I'm not gonna take a dump on Tom Brady. I'll say the real reason why I say this. Okay. Um, I'm not one to take off on coaching because I myself being a coach, it had to be something egregious. I just don't like Bruce Arians in this situation. I'm sorry. Maybe he can prove me wrong, but I mean, to be honest with you, the reason why I don't is because honestly, and I felt this way for years and I will always feel that way. I felt like the Cardinals should have beat the Steelers in that Super Bowl. Even though the Cardinals were a wild card team, I felt like the Cardinals were built to beat the Steelers. Period, point blank. And regardless, I just, I don't think Arians can coach up his team. Because think about it. Who are the teams that you said, um, Buda, right now that are competing for playoff position in the uh, NFC? Name the teams for me again. And and we'll say they're coaches. You said in the NFC? In the NFC. In the NFC. That are competing for a spot so, in the playoffs? Yes. So if we're talking about competing for a spot in the playoffs, you got three teams from the NFC East for that division. So Washington, uh, Dallas, and New York. Okay. That, that's... But if we're talking, if we're excluding them, mm-hmm. um, then you have the Rams. Sean McVay. The Bears. Uh, that's... Uh, Nagy. Nagy. Who else? Matt Nagy. And then uh, the Cardinals. Cardinals. That is uh, Kingsbury, right? Oh, yeah. Cliff yeah Cliff okay. And then you've got the Packers, which is uh, the new guy. Uh, what's his oh, name? Oh, yeah. I didn't know. I thought you were talking about people that are I know, still fighting. I know. I know, I know. But, but I'm, I'm naming oh. the other two teams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Packers. Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur. And then you've got who else? Sean Payton. Sean Payton. So let me ask y'all this question. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. Okay. Boom. So, outside of the NFC East, which even though I wouldn't say that, but with the NFC East, you still got Peterson. McCarthy is not a walk in the park. And then um, Judge is pretty good, too. So, my question is, if you had a paycheck, your next paycheck, your full paycheck, who are you putting your paycheck on to be outcoached by Bruce Arians? Guys that are to be outcoached by him, yes. Below him right now, <laughs> outside of pa- outside and you of said, pa- and you that, said, and maybe and Green said, Bay, and you said possibly outside of McVay, and I don't think so. I think Lafleur is doing the damn thing. I think he's a good coach. Lafleur, I, I think agree. he's. I think but he's I'm just a saying, good coach. I think could, who who he could get outcoached by. I think Arians has the ability to outcoach Lafleur. Okay, that that's not a, that's not necessarily a knock against Lafleur. The Green Bay coach. Yeah, yeah. That, coach, that team is also the number one team in the in the in the, in the NFL in the NFC right now. So it's like, 
off that alone, it shows you like, yeah, he's done a great job. You know, outside of him also having Aaron Rodgers, which you can't, it's not a, a knock at him. It's like, but he's also done his job to have them at twelve and three with a defense that I didn't even know they yeah. had up until you know now that they show. I him. mean, they're one of the. So it's like. I mean, but for but to play devil's advocate against my own thing, which I'm saying, I mean, their worst loss was against the Tampa Bay Bucks. So yeah. you know, and then and. Like I could see all three of the coaches ahead of the Bucks able to out coach Bruce Arians. You know, you got Pete Carroll, Sean Payton, and you got LaFerg, and you're the number one team. So it's already you're already expected to succeed. You're at the top spot. So yeah, but as far as everybody else below Bruce Arians right now, I could see him out coaching them too. Like outside of maybe um in my opinion, maybe uh McVeigh. And I feel like he could, in a playoff game against McVay with Tom Brady at quarterback, I think they could beat anybody below them. And I feel like they would can strongly compete and have shown that they can beat the guys at the top. Right now, the Saints seem like to be their biggest kryptonite because after that ass whooping. Right, because they got swept, yeah. They got swept by them this year. I, I feel as though when it all boils down to, I know we give we love giving Tom Brady that credit. Tom Brady still answers to Arians. Um, and it's shown time and time again with their frustrations. That's the guy that's going to make the play calls. That's the guy that's going to set the tempo. That's the guy that creates the game plan week in, week out. I'm just saying for the record, if the Bucks don't get to where they're supposed to, I'm not blaming Tom. Unless Tom folds. <laughs> if Tom folds, I'm going to I doubt him. he... I doubt he folds. Exactly. Yeah. Right, but if he throws like, if he throws like three picks... If Tom, then that's my thing. I feel like if Tom, and I feel like I understand what you're saying, like, coach, because I do agree. I don't feel like his coach is the best coach of all time, but I also don't feel Mike McCarthy was the best coach of all time. Mike McCarthy was able to get it done with Aaron Rodgers. So I don't. Well, feel like, here's what I'm gonna. Here's what I'm going to say. I feel you, but this to, is the to reason. Finish out, to finish out my statement on that, the reason I'm giving Tom Brady that praise is you feel me like they've shown you. Yeah, yes, they had their issue throughout the year, but. They've also shown you a lot of hints of greatness, and as of lately, a string of of winning. You know, and they have a chance to win out the year going into these into these playoffs. And the reason I'm talking about Tom Brady as much is because you have to really look at what he's really doing. Like this is really almost as much as we're talking about these young guys like Mahomes, and as we should because they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, and they have a incredible ability. As much as he answers through Bruce Arians. Tom Brady is still Tom Brady. And Tom Brady is a 42-year-old Tom Brady doing the numbers that he's been doing for the last four years and then some. He has more touchdowns, the same amount of interception ratio. He's legit having the same GOAT year that he's been having with the Patriots the last four or five years with less. And is going into his realm of playing football, which is the which is a playoff time. And I feel like that alone helps Arians a little bit because as much as yeah he has to answer Arians Arians also knows who is that quarterback here and he's not just telling Brady what to do all day Mike McCarthy Mike McCarthy did not do what he was supposed to do with Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers is arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time and you got him to one Super Bowl 10 years ago I don't like that Tom Brady has been to nine Super Bowls if you want to talk about just straight statistics, Tom Brady has thrown 10 plus interceptions 11 years, 10 or 11 years in his career. 
Aaron Rodgers threw 10 plus interceptions twice. Statistically, Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback of our time. But we're talking about the coaches here. We're not even talking but about has, the But has that's my point. That's that's my point. And that's my you point. Said, he, you said that day, McCarthy a coach that I don't think is really that great won a Super Bowl with a great quarterback. That was the point. It's not about how how I feel about Tom Brady's greatness compared to Aaron Rodgers. Is a mediocre quarterback, in my opinion, won a Super Bowl with a Hall of Fame quarterback in his prime. I, Brady technically I wasn't not on, in I, his prime, but it's still doing prime shit. I wasn't comparing Tom Brady to Aaron Rodgers there. I was I was building on your point by saying McCarthy didn't do what he had to do. But he won a championship with Aaron Rodgers. Okay. And I don't see why Bruce Arians can't do the same with Tom Brady. In comparing those two quarterbacks, those two coaches. Right. I, I I'm I'm with you here. I I wasn't uh, disagreeing with your point. I was saying that even prior to my whole point was that I wasn't going to shit on a coach, but if the Bucks don't do what they're supposed to do, I'm not blaming Tom. I'm blaming Arians. And then Buddha said, unless Brady folds. I said Brady's not going to fold. Then you said your points. I was agreeing with you. Okay. All right. So let's move along. Uh, the 49ers beat the Cardinals 20 to 12. Uh, Tough loss for the Cardinals. They kind of needed that to stay, you know, ahead in the the playoff rankings. But now it looks like they're going to need to win in and get some help next week to get in. Um, The Dolphins beat the Raiders 26-25. Another last-second defeat for the Raiders. Shock, shock, surprise, surprise. I've been here for the past uh, 18 years at this point since the last time we were Relevant? 2002? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Ra- uh, Raiders kind of folded on that one. I'm not going to lie. That's boys. what we've done all year. What'd you say, Dylan? I said I feel bad for them boys. I, I do too. I ain't going to lie. I do too. It's crazy because it was like five weeks ago we was talking about Gruden for Coach of the Year. I wasn't. Um... But yeah, so that's that. Uh, the Chiefs beat the Falcons 17-14. Um, game was what it was. I expected the Chiefs to do better, but... Uh, the, the, Chiefs, Jets, the Chiefs have been underperforming as of late, too. We've been kind of yeah. letting them off. We've been kind of letting them off the hook because they're the Chiefs, and they flashy and they good, but we got to call a spade a spade. They have not been playing to what they're supposed to be playing to, and I hope it's because they're prepping for the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, they've been doing enough to win. So, I, you know, I guess we can't knock them too much. Right. Um, speaking of doing enough to win, Jets get their second win in a row, beating the Browns 23-16, to uh, pretty much ensuring that they will not get the first overall pick. Sam Darnold is about to become another Matt Stafford. Yep. Wait on it. He's going to become another Matt Stafford where... He's a really talented quarterback with potential 
with an organization that's not going to help him out with what he needs. And they're going to give him trash-ass coaches year in and year out in a market that should be doing better, but is not. And ain't never really going to win a division championship. He's going to get shitted on. He's going to put Hall of Fame numbers. And nobody's going to bring up his name for the Hall of Fame. I really hope I'm wrong here, but... <laughs> oof. I don't know, baby. Uh, the Colts blew a, uh, a, a third quarter 24-7 lead, uh, ends up losing to the Steelers 28-24. Um, I, I'm still not threatened by the Steelers, though. Well, I'll tell you something about the Steelers. Um, it's really their quarterback play. Uh... I just feel yeah. like... You're talking about that, that struggling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Roethlisberger's just not... I don't think he's built for the long haul of the season. Roethlisberger, yeah. to me, is probably one of the best improvisational quarterbacks ever in the history of the NFL. I feel like the Steelers built good offenses around him. They gave him three guys that could run straight really fast. And they pretty much gave Ben the ball and said, all right, Ben, like... Figure it out. Like, get his points on the board and call it a day. For about four years, he was able to chill because he had Le'Veon Bell. So we always had check down Charlie on chat, uh, on on speed dial. Now check down Charlie is gone. And freaking the, I think, one of the greatest security blankets of all time, Antonio Brown's gone because Antonio Brown catches everything. I mean, I was looking at old Steelers footage and I was watching Antonio Brown. And I was like, yo, does this man drop a pass? No, if it got if it got in his radius, he was catching it. Holy crap, dude! So I'm sitting here like, I'm sitting here like, damn, like I'm watching old Ben and I'm thinking to myself like, damn, Ben Roethlisberger kind of play like how I do when I'm playing with the boys out on the field. By time, by time, by time, by time, let the ball go. Somebody gonna be open, right? You know what I mean? Unless they unless they got him beat on the vertical, you know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't really throw a lot of these precision passes in between windows. He really holds the ball. And then guys get open. And I mean, like, honestly, when you get into those, it makes sense as to why they themselves, you know, we talk about the Steelers being this super class organization. Steelers have been to two Super Bowls, lost one, won one, right? And the last time they won one was what? That was 2009? That was against the Cardinals, which I just said I thought they should have lost. So it's been 11 years. It's been 11 years since the Steelers have really been competitive. Like Steelers may have made it to AFC Championship game or three, but they played against teams we knew were going to watch them. We knew the Colts was going to watch them. We knew yeah, the Patriots they, was going to watch them. They lost to the other one. That was they lost to Green Bay, right? Right, and we all yeah. knew that 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 Green Bay team was not going to get beat. Right. Even with Charles Woodson, remember Charles Woodson got hurt in like the first half, and we still was yeah. like, yeah, they're not beating the Packers. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, I, again, I, I think it's quarterback play. I think the Steelers should probably go quarterback hunting pretty soon. Honestly. I mean, regardless, like, okay, Connor's not really running the ball the way he needs to. Benny Snell's not really running the ball the way he needs to. But this man has Deontay Johnson as his three, Claypool as his two, and Juju as his one, which Juju's not really doing what he needs to do. But Claypool and Deontay Johnson have been doing they they've been doing their work. You're supposed to be a number one. You're supposed to be the number one seed in a very competitive AFC. 
And at one point in time, the Colts had you down 24-7 or whatever it was. Shouldn't happen. Shouldn't happen. It's like them boys won 11 games and was like, I'm going to chill. I'm saying, I, and I don't, I don't think you know that defense. It's not fair. That defense is out on the field a lot too, for the record, which I think is going to affect them in the playoffs also. I don't know, man. I ha- at first I was like, you know, Steelers could, Steelers could make their way to the Super Bowl. I don't know about now. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know about uh, now. But because the AFC is just too stacked too, like all these teams. The fact that every single wild card team right now is ten and five, like that's. Yo, there's some killers that are coming in. <laughs> and they play they play Cleveland this week, don't they? Yeah. They're going to lose. Go yeah, ahead. So we'll we'll see what happens. Um the Bears beat the Jaguars 41-17. Um Trubisky. Trubisky. Mm-hmm. Every time I want to say I'm that, sure. every time I want to say that man trash, bro, he always do something to to just get me back to where I'm like, "Hey, Trubisky might be straight y'all us." And he has a great running back. Montgomery's coming around, bro. Montgomery's um, coming around. Is it? Don't they have another quarter? Don't they have another running back that's hurt? Tyree, uh, Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen, right? Oh, so when he come back, Montgomery gonna be chilling, chilling. Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting. Um, the Ravens beat the Giants twenty-seven thirteen. The Ravens doing everything they can right now to try to stay in this playoffs. Um, they're they're hoping that some things break their way next week. I mean, they in the playoffs. They just gotta uh, win. Yeah, oh, that's true. it, right? They yeah, just they just have to win. The, yeah, because the Colts lost. Mm-hmm. Everybody yep. lost. They just have to win. Hey, listen, no, Dolphins won. I'm gonna tell you like this. Lamar Jackson is it, bro. Lamar Jackson is it. I like that boy. No bias. Yeah, well, y'all do. No bias. He he's definitely turning his season around. I personally think he's just finding more efficient ways to be a quarterback. Like I'm starting to see him create more plays that hurt with the arm than just with his feet. And you know, I I think this has been a really good transitioning year for him, man. To be honest with you, um, I'm gonna go as far as to say I think it's only a matter of time before we see Lamar Jackson raising that Lombardi Trophy. Oh, for sure. Personally. Easily. I just really like his progression. I just like the progression that he's given this year. Like some teams he's played against has taken away his legs and he's won some games with his arm. They might not be saying it in, you know, the 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 media per se, but he's won a couple of games with his arm. He has. And I and I I, I personally will give him props for that. Shout out to Lamar Jackson. All right, uh, the Bengals beat the Texans 37-31 in a game that meant nothing but Pride. potential draft order. And draft uh, order. <laughs> <laughs> the Chargers beat the Broncos 19-16 to uh, in a game for the same reasons. Didn't, didn't Justin Herbert get some kind of record or something? Like most pass yards by a rookie or touchdowns uh, by a rookie? Most touchdown passes in a season. By a rookie, right? By a rookie, yeah. He's snapping, bitch. My nigga. Air Bear. Justin Air Bear. Uh, the Panthers beat the Washington football team 20-13. to 13. Um, I'm sure 
Ron Rivera was upset, I'm sure he would have liked to have gotten a, a win over his former team. <laughs> and I'm sure Washington would have liked that win because that would have clinched the division for them. But they'll get another chance this week um, against the Eagles. Uh, um, shout out to Dwayne Haskins for being a distraction and doing COVID activities and getting away from the team. Shout out to you, Dwayne. Way to mess up a great opportunity. You, yeah, that's nuts. you right there. How you you're get, <clears throat> how you're a first round pick. You get waived in your second season. Listen, yeah, you right there. You're you are the what do you pure mean definition of the American yeah, dream. Bro, he kept fucking up, doing dumb shit, bro, and just making mistakes. Well, bro. I don't think I don't think it was the mistakes that got him waived. Um, I think what happened was they took his captain his captain position away from him. Mm-hmm. They deactivated him for the game, so he left the facilities and pretty much blocked the whole Redskins organization, so they could not get in contact with him. So that's really the reason why they waived him. I don't think it's so much the fact that he did the COVID sh- the COVID stuff. I think it was his reaction to him being deactivated, which they had to deactivate him. You were literally caught on camera without a it's, mask on. It's just maturity, bro. And and you're in the professionals. Like they they don't have time to babysit you. Like you need to grow up real quick because especially if you're going to be the quarterback, you're supposed to be the leader of the team. You, you, you can't be the leader of the team if you're out here just doing dumb shit and everybody has to check on you every five minutes and make sure you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Like, come on now. We're adults. Right. Facts. So, he'll... Good luck finding a backup position somewhere else. So, yeah. Uh, the Cowboys beat the Eagles 37-17. Um, yep. So, Cowboys still trying to fight their way into the playoffs, but they will need help. I, I feel like it's too little too late. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think to a certain aspect, they have turned their season around a little bit. Um, they are, they, they're beating teams that are competitive. I mean, they, 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 they uh, dominated over a Cincinnati Bengals team that, you know, beat a first-place Pittsburgh team. Uh, they beat, uh, an Atlanta team, if I'm not mistaken, that, you know, was it Atlanta or was it San Fran? Might've been San Fran, but they've, they've beat some teams that have been competitive with top teams. You know, Dalton has finally gotten some of the cobwebs loose and he's starting to sling the ball a little bit better. Um, but I mean, they do need a lot of help starting with, well, first they need to beat the Giants. Then they need to see if Washington's going to lose. Um, so I do feel it might be a case of too little, too late. Um, but here's what I think is interesting. Watching Dalton play the way he's played the last couple of weeks, I have to ask myself, does it hurt the overall money outlook for Dak Prescott? Um, no. Dalton being there, no. Dalton's not anybody's future. He's he's not out. saying not saying not saying he's not but, anybody's future, but these past couple of games that they've been winning, I feel like it could be said that he's kind of depreciating the value well, of what, what, of what Prescott's going for. Too, is there's a chance his contract could be decreased if if they do the contract route and don't franchise tag him. 
that his contract could be decreased just based on the salary cap going down next year. That too. Some some players are going to have to take a little bit of a pay cut for a year before it bounces back up. Because they're cutting it, they're cutting it by like twenty mil, like each t- like the salary cap. Man, I'm telling you, I don't know. Like twenty to twenty five million. That boy Jack might clear it, y'all boys. Mm-hmm. Somebody else will pay him. Oh, oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. That gonna clear. That gonna go to like the 49ers or something. If Garoppolo, if Garoppolo don't get it together, I see that going to the 49ers. I can see that going to like the Washington football team. I can see I can see that going to a couple of teams and be like, man, bump it, like, I'm out of here. I can see that potentially going to the Patriots. I can see him going to the Falcons. I can see him going to the Falcons. Listen, there's some teams he can go to now. Y'all keep playing right. Go to the Broncos. You feel me? I Mm. There's mm. some options out there. Hell There's yeah. Definitely some options. I think that's what I've been watching for the Cowboys the most is like, all right, cool. I was like, you know. You're not going to go to the Falcons, though. I don't think Matt Ryan ain't following. No, I'm just saying, well, because they're going to have a new GM and a new well, coach. And a, lot of times, a lot of times a new regime wants to bring in their new person. I don't think I don't think Matt Ryan's that's a problem I either. That. I don't think Matt Ryan's a problem either, but you know... The f- usually one of the first people to go when it's time for that whole like over cleaning house is usually the quarterback. Yeah, because he's older too at this mm-hmm. point. It's not like he's uh, he's in his prime anymore. He is in the later years. Right. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be a knock against him. It's really just kind of the way of the world when a new regime comes in. Right. Big facts. Yeah. But he would find a, a, a another landing spot pretty quickly, I'd imagine. Massive facts. Yeah. And then, let's see. What other games have happened? Okay. The Rams lose to the Seahawks 20-9. Uh, to um, Yeah. Hard-fought division game, but Rams couldn't get it done. Uh, Jared Goff broke his thumb in the game. He actually had surgery today. Mm. And we'll we'll be out this week, but he's hopeful to be back in time for the playoffs, uh, assuming they can secure that playoff spot. Yeah, um, I imagine it must have been on his non-throwing hand, or if it was on his throwing hand, it must not have been too severe. If that's even a possibility for him to be back in a couple weeks, so I feel like it is. No, I feel like it's on. It was on his throwing hand, but it's not severe. I saw okay. footage of him using his left hand to put his hat on. Uh, okay, I got you. Um, and then Sunday night football, the Packers beat the Titans uh, 40 to 14. Uh, snowy game. Um, yeah, Packers kind of just thrive in that environment. Right. Which, if they hold on to that number one seed and the playoffs got to go through them, that's, that's, a, that's, that's a, a tough, tough spot to play. Through, <laughs> that's a tough place to have to go to. Um, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes, and then currently, right now, we are watching Monday Night Football, and the Bills are currently up. I believe they just uh, scored a touchdown. Uh, yep, looks to be confirmed. They're going to be up seventeen to nine uh, in the second quarter. So, uh, that being said, unless you guys have anything else, we can move on to the picks. Yes, sir. Ah, uh, let's do the picks, boy. 
right, so uh, quickly, I do just want to say from two weeks ago, since we didn't have an episode, just to recap uh, those picks uh, from week 15. Both myself and Dylan went 13-3 and three on the week. Nels, you went 12-4. and four. Nice. Um, and then this week, obviously this is before Monday Night Football, so where it currently stands is uh, I'm 10-5. and five. Uh, Dylan, you're nine and six, and Nell's your eight and seven so far in the week. And just as it, for, so everybody knows, tonight Nell's has the Patriots, Dylan and myself have the Bills. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, our final regular week of the NFL season uh, kicks off with the 10 and five Dolphins at the 11 and three Bills. So, very important game. Tell me the game again, my bet. Dolphins at Bills. I'm going to go Dolphins. It's a cold weather game. I'm trying to remember the last time the Dolphins had a cold weather game. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. I'm reneging. Nah, fam. This is mine. This is mine for the year. Nah, I feel like you're gonna rename it before. You, you have, you have, tape. you have one, but I can't find the tape. Um, I don't really care. You can rename as much as you want. Don't matter to me. Um, you. Come on. Yeah, this. I'm going. I'm gonna go Bills on this one because it's in it's in Buffalo. Bills are really okay. tough to beat in Buffalo with or without a crowd. All right, the ten and five Ravens at the four ten and one Bengals, Ravens. Ravens. Twelve and three Steelers at the ten and five Browns. They get all their receivers back. I mean, I think so because none of them tested positive. They were just close contacts. All right, so Browns. It I'm is. I'm gonna say Browns. Yeah, I'm gonna say Browns. Especially they're gonna be rebounding off that loss to the Jets. They're gonna be pissed. Yeah, Browns, just because that run game alone. Yeah. Uh, the 6-9 and nine Vikings at the 5-10 and 10 Lions. I'm going Vikings. Vikings. Lion- the Lions are just embarrassing. Vikings. The 2-13 and 13 Jets at the 6-8 and eight Patriots. I'm going to go Patriots. Hmm. Patriots, so they can be seven and nine for the first time in. <laughs> I'm gonna say Patriots, but boy, watch, watch these boys get smacked. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, the Patriots are currently six and eight. So, uh, depending on what happens tonight, uh, the six and nine Cowboys at the five and ten Giants. I'm gonna go Cowboys. Cowboys. I'm going to go Giants here, Charlie. Okay. Uh, the 4-11 and 11 Falcons at the 10-5 and 5 Bucks. Um, I actually don't think the Bucks can get any higher than the 5th seed, but I don't know if they can lose that. Well, they can't get any higher than the 5th seed, obviously. Duh. Self-serve. Uh, but I don't know if they would lose a tie break to go to the 6th seed. I'm going to stick with them winning. Sorry. I got the Bucks. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Bucks. Bucks, Bucks, Bucks. 
the 12 and 3 Packers at the 8 and 7 Bears. Packers. They want that home field advantage. Packers. Dang. That means they they had their last two games of the year at home, plus they'd lock up home field advantage if they win. Right. Sheesh. Do they even have a, um, do they even have fans in their shit yet? No. No, they've done no fans. Tragic. Um the seven and eight Raiders at the five and ten Broncos. I'm gonna go Raiders. 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 Watch the Broncos get y'all that work. Yep. Uh, the one and fourteen Jaguars at the ten and five Colts. Colts still fighting to get in the playoffs. I'm going Colts. Colts, Jaguars. Colts gonna get that one. Jaguars are abysmal. The six and nine Chargers at the fourteen and one Chiefs. Um, I didn't hear if the Chiefs were benching anybody, but I assume they're going to. I'm gonna go Chargers. Chiefs already locked up the first round. The first round by so. I imagine I'd imagine they're not going to start Patrick Mahomes or Tyreek or Kelsey. I'm gonna go Chargers just in case. I'm gonna go Chiefs. I feel like they'll play them the first half just to keep them fresh and then take them for the second half. The eight and seven Cardinals at the nine and six Rams. Um, Rams. I feel like beyond. Yeah, I feel like Hopkins hurt, ain't he? Well, even if he's not, I think Jalen will have him locked First up. First of all, calm down. Hopkins hurt. That's all you need to hit. Talk about some help. That's a, that's a goddamn I'm going to go Rams on this one. <laughs> You're going to go Rams as well, Nels? Fuck. Yes, sir. Disrespectful. All right. The... Uh, the eleven and four Seahawks at the six and nine forty uh, niners. I'm going Seahawks. The Seahawks. I'm gonna go the Hawks, y'all boys. The eleven and four Saints at the five and ten Panthers. Saints. 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 Uh. The ten and five Titans at the four and eleven Texans. Titans. Titans. Texans could play spoiler here. <laughs> right. Uh, and then Sunday night football, the last game of the year, six and nine Washington football team at the four ten and one Eagles. I'm gonna go Washington because I'd prefer to see them in the playoffs than. Uh, the Cowboys. Washington gonna get that ball. Yeah, I got Jalen Hurts. Boy for the eat. Oh, Eagles. Okay. All right. That's it. Yeah, sure. Oh, sure. If we go to NCAA, ain't nothing to talk about except for the bowl games. And we ain't even picks. really much need to talk about picks. that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. We, we just got to do the picks, ain't it? Yep. I mean, it was that first week of bowl games. Uh, Liberty Coastal Carolina game was really good. Mm-hmm. That's the only game I really cared to see like that. Um, all the other games were pretty... Whatever. 
Uh, let me not say it like that. Um, honestly, I just, you know, with everything going on, I just, I don't know if it was necessarily in the full best interest for NCAA football to do, to handle things the way that they're handling it. Almost like they kind of like rushed through the season and, you know, they got some really good teams that are out there that aren't seeing any bowl games at all. Like, I think Army's 9-3 and three and doesn't have a bowl game, which is absolutely they actually, they ridiculous. Do, they do have one now. They do now? Well, it took yeah. long enough. That's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. It's asinine. Um, and and what, from what I heard, the bowl games that they should be in, they already had teams that were contracted, winning season or not, which is ridiculous. Um. I'm shocked UCF got destroyed the way that they did. I mean, it seems like it might be might be the end of an era there. Shout out to your uh, future brother-in-law. Hey, he got that's washed. Because he's starting next year. He got cleaned. Yeah, he yeah. got cleaned on a, on a punt return. He got he got washed. I ain't going to lie to you. He explained um, it to me why it happened, but he he was taking a joke. He was like, bro, he's like, I got smacked, bro. He's like, I already know. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it wasn't clean. Um, Georgia Southern had him a good a good game against Louisiana Tech. I like Georgia Southern though. Georgia Southern and Georgia State are like two of my more favorite schools to uh, to watch. So, yeah, I mean that essentially that's 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 pretty much the recap that you need. But shit. All right, so we can go right to the picks then. Um, so from two weeks ago, the picks from that week, uh, we all went five and three. Because we all had the same picks, mm-hmm. so, yep. Good job, guys. Um, from this, from this past weekend, we all went three and four, even though we all had different picks <laughs> on things. Um, so yeah, so we're still all tied up. So for this last week of games, um, the first two we've already cast our votes on, but I'll give you guys this opportunity to change it if you want. Um. See, I'm I'm feeling generous. The Cheez-It Bowl, uh, number 21, Oklahoma State versus number 18, Miami. Uh, Nels and I both went Miami. Dylan, you went Oklahoma State. You sticking with? Everybody sticking with? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. Bump it. And then the Alamo Bowl, number 20, Texas versus Colorado. We all went Texas. Everybody staying? Yeah. Cool. Um, so here we go. The Duke's Mayo Bowl. Wow. Fuck. Wake Forest versus Wisconsin. I'm gonna go Wisconsin. I'm going with Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Wisconsin on that one. The Cotton Bowl, number seven, Florida versus number six, Oklahoma. I'm gonna go Florida. Florida better back up all that talk that they do in Florida for the win. Man, I'm tired of them boys. Boy, they be sick. My stomach. They're going to win this game, I hope. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) The Armed Forces Bowl, number 24, Tulsa versus Mississippi State. Um... Tulsa. I'm going to go Tulsa. Uh, we can go Tulsa. The Arizona Bowl. 
Ball State versus number 22, San Jose State. Um, go San Jose State, I guess. San Jose State. Yeah, I'm going to go San Jose. The Liberty Bowl. West Virginia versus Army. I'm going to go Army. Army, baby, because they mad as hell right now. What if they're going to get their ass lot? West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> You're so disrespectful with it. <laughs> oh, Stephon Diggs just got a touchdown, a 50-yarder. Yes, let's go. Um, the Texas Bowl, Arkansas versus TCU on TCU. Texas Christian University. TCU. The Peach Bowl, number nine, Georgia versus number eight, Cincinnati. Georgia. I want to go upset alert. I haven't done one in a while. Uh, Cincinnati. I'm going Cincinnati too. Um, the Citrus Bowl, Auburn versus number fourteen, Northwestern. Northwestern. I almost want to do an, another upset alert. I really just want to take these, just these random ass risks. These rars. Bumpy. This is dang near the last one of the year, bro. Listen, I got I got Auburn over Northwestern. Bit upset alert number two, bit. Done. Mm. I got Northwestern. Okay. Uh, the Gator Bowl, number twenty-three, NC State versus Kentucky. NC State. NC State. NC State. The Outback <laughs> Bowl, Ole Miss versus number eleven, Indiana. Indiana. Indiana, baby! The Fiesta Bowl, number 25, Oregon, versus number 10, Iowa State. Iowa State. Iowa State. This could be a doozy. I'm going to go Iowa State, though. The Orange Bowl, number 5, Texas A&M, versus number 13, North Carolina. Texas A&M. Texas I'm going to tam you. I'll bet. No, just a text saying no? I'm going to tam you, baby. Okay. <clears throat> All right. And then here we go. College playoff, college football playoffs. We got the Rose Bowl. Number four, Notre Dame versus number one, Alabama. Bama, Alabama. baby. Bammer. And then the one everybody's wondering about. The Sugar Bowl. Number three, Ohio State versus number two, Clemson. Clemson. Watch Ohio State come in and run reckless on them boys, but I'm going Clemson. I'm going to go with Justin Fields, baby. Ohio State. All right. That's it. There we go. Best of luck, gentlemen. To you, my good sir. Well, the NBA season has started. Shit's lit. 
Christmas Day was fun. Um, Kawhi got got elbowed in his face, bleeding everywhere. The next game, the next game, the Clippers lost by like fifty plus. It was seventy seven twenty seven at the half, fifty two eighteen in the beginning of the second. It's lit. It's lit, baby. Is there anything that you guys are looking forward to this NBA season? Everything. Everybody. Um, everybody balling. Everybody eating. I'm, I mean, I'm really just interested to see how it works out considering they're doing like a damn near full season with 72 games. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm just hoping, keeping fingers crossed that everything works out well for it and stuff. So that's kind of what I'm just looking forward to seeing. Because I think we're, that we were all looking forward to that with the NFL, too. Like, oh, is this really going to work? And, you know, we're, we're so close. Knock on wood. <laughs> we're still a few weeks. We're still a few weeks away. But here we are about to go into week 17 of the NFL season. So, I mean, I'm interested. I'm looking forward to seeing that hopeful same success with the NBA. You see the, you see the teams that wasn't in the bubble out here in these streets on y'all ass. Oh, yeah. The teams that, that didn't even play in the bubble. They out here just ah, cast 3-0. <laughs> Orange just beat the Nets. Okay. He ain't lying, you know that? He said what? I said you ain't lying, bro. Who else got dog walk? <laughs> Who got dog walk recently by 50? The Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> by 50. And who beat them by 50 again now? Mavericks. The damn Mavericks, boy. Yeah, Luca. <laughs> Who else? The Knicks? The Knicks put a whooping on the Sixers, ain't it? I believe so, yeah. <laughs> Yo, Knicks have no business beating anybody. RJ Barrett. The Knicks aren't bad. The Knicks aren't bad, Buddha. I ain't gonna lie RJ to you, bro. Barrett is they're not they're serious. not they're not bad at all. And then that OB OB tapping or topping or whatever his name, they they decent, bro. I ain't gonna sit here and tell you they this magnificent playoff team, but shit, yeah. they they ain't bad, my boy. I know you don't really watch basketball until like after the All Star break, but bro, you might want for the beginning the of the season. For the beginning of the season, they they decent, bro. The boys out here, the Suns is out here now. The Pacers getting in that. Ass. Oh well, you well you. You knew that, and it's a bonus is coming around really nicely. Like the season, the season has started very, very well. It has started very, very well, better than I expected it to. Um, to be honest with you, uh, I think you know uh, this year might be the year where we do see a, a little turnaround in the whole finals and playoff picture. I think we'll see some new contenders, some new teams really come up and get after it, and I think that's what I'm the most excited about. Also, thing I'm sad about I wanted to say, John Morant go ahead, bro, bro. What injury does he have? Uh, he got I didn't see an that. ankle injury. Like he got, he he hopped off real bad and got apparently got wheelchaired off. So, oh, well, that was bound. That was bound to happen. Most explosive players end up having a pretty bad ankle injury. That that tends to to happen. Speaking of injury, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are they hurt? No, they're oh. a problem hurting the league. <laughs> no, they're pretty. Hey, listen, bro. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you remember me talking about this when when the trade first happened and me saying it's going to be interesting to see how KD and Kyrie kind of play off of each other. I will say this. I think they work fine for each other. 
because KD treats Kyrie like he treated uh, Steph Curry, and Kyrie treats Kevin Durant like he treated LeBron. They both have their moments in time where they kind of take over. They don't step on each other's toes. If the one player is bringing the ball down, that player sets up the offense. Not only are they efficient together, but it appears that they, they got a nice little system working over there, no? Like they look they look good. Boys ain't even playing they look good, them man. Boys chilling tonight. Them boys already using these little... These little oh, load management? What? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> they chilling with that load management, bro. I just had a back-to-back. Leave me alone. Right, leave me alone. I'm chilling. Wrong with you. I played three days ago. Now I'm on. I'm on part one of a back to back. We got to travel and shit. I'm not doing nothing today. I would got me fooled up. Wrong with y'all. Oh my gosh. So all right, before we transition out of the NBA, um, you know, Buddha, did you answer the question as to what you're looking forward to? Yeah. What'd you say yeah. again? Uh, like to see if like how if it actually succeeds with the 72 yeah that's right that's right you did say that you did say that so for me I'm looking forward to a couple of things number one I want to see how much better the games are going to be after there being no all-star weekend here's why I think a lack of an all-star weekend or potentially saving an all-star weekend for the end like maybe before the finals or maybe even after um, everybody goes to the All-Star Weekend. We know that. And we know what happens in All-Star Weekends. That's why they haven't had one in Miami in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you Turn know, it, up, it, it goes down. And I feel like we're going to see some pretty decent basketball when they get back from the, from the All-Star break. But there's no weekend. There's no game. There's no event. There's no nothing. Um, furthermore, I am looking forward to seeing how these new coaches do in their new locations. Um, I'm pretty sure that, uh, Doc Rivers let out a little bit of a chuckle after watching his former team get lit up by the Mavs. Um, so we gonna see. We gonna see. But yeah, man, I think that, I think that pretty much wraps it up for me for the NBA I don't know if there's anything else we're missing in the world of sports before we go to underrated bars of fame. Nah, fam. Hey, you know, we're about like three or four weeks away from it being bracket season. Yes, sir. Where's bracket? So those of y'all who listen to the show, I mean, it'd be great to get some feedback from y'all. What would you guys like for us to cover this, yes. this time around, this season of the bracket, this bracket season? What do you guys want us to, you know, go over and break down? Um, let us know. We'll gladly, you know, give you your shout out, and we'll talk about your topic. Shoot, we if we know you well enough, we might even invite you on the show to talk about it. Hot to damn, do it uh, with bracket. us, yeah. The hell. So let us know what it is. All right, looking forward to hearing your uh, your input. All right, so are we on to underrated bars of fame? Yes, we are. Okay, so this week's underrated bars of fame. I'm going to '80s music, more '80s pop, if you will. I'm going to an artist by the name of Steve Winwood. And he has a song called Higher Love. That is going to be the underrated part. Say, Take me a higher love. Ooh. Um, <clears throat> higher Love, Steve Winwood, underrated part. 
Think about it. There must be higher love down in the heart or hidden in the stars above. Without it, life is wasted time. Look inside your heart, I'll look inside mine. Things look so bad everywhere. In this whole world, what is fair? We walk blind and we try to see, falling behind in what could be. Bring me a higher love. Bring me a higher love. Oh, oh. bring me a higher love. Where's that higher love I keep uh, thinking of? Worlds are turning and we're just hanging on, facing our fear and standing out there alone, a yearning. And it's real to me. There must be someone who is feeling for me. Things look so bad everywhere. In this whole world, what is fair? We walk blind and we try to see. Falling behind in what could be. Bring me a higher love. Bring me a higher love. Oh, bring me a higher love. I could rise above on a higher love. I will wait for it. I'm not too late for it. Until then, I'll sing my song to cheer the night along. I could light the night up with my soul on fire. I could make the sun shine from pure desire. Let me feel that love come over me. Let me feel how strong it could be. Oh, whoa. Bring me a higher love. Bring me a higher love. Oh, whoa. Bring me a higher love. Where's that higher love I keep thinking of? Higher Love by Steve Winwood, Underrated Bars of Fame. If you've never heard that song, please take time after this podcast to listen to that song because that song is a bop. Thanks. Higher Love. Oh, did you like that? That was a little part. Bring me a higher love. Oh, but I knew that I was going to get carried away and sing the rest of it. So I just read it out. Um, <laughs> see, I'm getting more disciplined as the years go along, guys. I'm trying out here in these streets. I'm trying. Um, I mean, is that it? Is that all we got? I think so. All right, cool. I don't want to put too much pressure on myself. It appears to be that time, dude. It appears to be that time, dude. I ain't gonna lie to you. I feel a lot of pressure on me because I messed up the intro, so I hope I don't mess up the outro. But, Buddha, would you like to tell them where they can reach us at on email? Uh, Ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. What about on Instagram? Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. What about on Twitter? Balls underscore podcast. All right. So, I believe that we are done. What is this, for the 172nd time or 171st time? 171. 171. Man, we getting up there. We getting closer to 200, baby. All right. You know, this is the last one for, for this tumultuous 2020. Uh, you know, we appreciate y'all riding with us. Y'all could be listening to any other sports podcast in the world, but y'all are riding with us. We appreciate that. Uh, you know, just keep giving us this uh, these listens that we need, and we'll keep providing you the content that you guys are looking for. Alright, like we we out of here. Just make sure y'all stay safe and bring in 2021 with a bang. I know we will. Yeah. Bye, hoes. Little scallywags.